It says the broadcast is live. Wow. <laughs> Good evening. Welcome <laughs> to Let's Talk. Welcome to Conversations <laughs> with Friends. And uh, sorry for the delay, everyone. Um, is we had a lot of technical difficulties, so we apologize on my part. And glad you guys could join us for tonight. And tonight's topic is black men and hypersexuality. And we're only on YouTube tonight. So we're not on Facebook or anything like that. We have uh, myself co-host and my um, illustrious co-host, author, poet, <laughs> uh, extraordinaire, melodic storm, as well as treasure, as well as Nicole, as well as Faith and Munchie. Faith and Munchie are co-hosts, creators, the innovators to the He Says, She Said podcast, and they're joining us tonight. Hello, What's up, everyone? everyone? Hello. Everybody good? Yeah. Great. <laughs> so tonight's, uh, once you had all the times, so he's going to drop now, right? <laughs> tonight's conversation, you guys, is black men and hypersexuality. Milton, are you there finally? <laughs> we can't even hear you. It's a lot of difficulties going on tonight, so we apologize. I mean, it's crazy. Can you can you guys hear me now? Oh, yes, yes. I hear you. That's can great. You hear me now? Yes, yes. <laughs> we apologize for all the difficulties, everybody. I mean, like I said, truly, it was my fault. So, melodic storm, black men and hypersexuality. It's gonna be good. <laughs> Your mic is uh muted, melodic storm. Yes. All right, I'm gonna mute it. Black men and hypersexuality. Yes. What do you think that these two correlate? <sighs> so I, I I think there are a lot of different factors. Um, <laughs> I think historically, um, black. People and people in general, but especially black men, have been portrayed as hypersexual, as rapists, as sexually loose. You know, um, I feel like some people do play into that certain stereotype um, surrounding the topic. Um, I think that a lot of people do have casual attitudes about sex. A lot of black men and women, well, a lot of women nowadays, and just the frequency of sex. Mm. Mm. So we have we have three gentlemen um, on this panel tonight, and 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 I think that for most well, I'm not going to assume uh, Milton and Munchie's opinion on hypersexuality. Munchie, what what's your opinion on hypersexuality, and what do you think it it means without me even having to say what the book term is, and how how um, do you feel about it? I feel as though. Um... I don't, I don't feel like, you know, us as black men are hyper uh, sexual, how you want to say it. I don't feel it though. That's, that's correct way to put it. Um, I don't think we are. I just think, you know, um, we enjoy sex, like, and it's, we enjoy it. I don't think it's nothing hyper. I don't think it causes issues and all that other stuff. Well, let me just, let me just for the sake of the show, right? I'm just going to mm -hmm. read the definition. Hypersexuality is also known as compulsive sexual behavior disorder, or more commonly, simply, sex addiction. 
when a person has obsessive fixation on sex, sexual acts, sexual fantasies, they might be hypersexual. This fixation is to serve that it might disrupt a person's daily functioning. Some research shows that up to 3 to 6% of people are living with some sexual dis- addiction disorder and related disorders, and that this condition predominantly affects men. Um, consuming porno- pornographic content, excessive masturbation, and other characteristics. Listen, I, I think that doesn't fall in the black man category. That's just my opinion. Um, oh. I think other races um, have that issue. I think, you know, we have a high sex drive, but to, to go to an extent of that definition, um, I don't think a lot of black men fall in that. I think you have another another race that does though. <laughs> well, well, month. Let me let me ask you a question because you said uh, you don't think black men fall in that. Uh-uh. Studies say that men. I disagree. <laughs> around thirty five, men their sex drive go down, and men, and around that age, it goes high for women. So, at this age, you don't think at the age that we're at, men of a certain age, you don't think that. Um, the high sex drive that you you say could be misconstrued as um, hypersexuality. No, I I don't think my sex my sex drive is considered that. I think I, for me I feel as though it's normal. It doesn't it doesn't interrupt. I'm not um I don't sit there and like part of the definition said have these wild thoughts or masturbation all like that. Nah, but when I'm with someone and we have a a, a, a relationship wise. Of course, I, I enjoy sex. Yes, I mean everybody. Everybody on the panel, you know, we waited long enough for the show to start. So you guys just just talk. Just okay. Like, you know, I don't want none of us to listening. feel like we're being rude. Oh, okay. But I know that you know sometimes when we like we try to do the show and we try not to talk over each other. But uh, I noticed that Faith has said that she disagrees <laughs> with Munchie. What what do you, what do you mean you disagree with? This, um, because see, Munchie just fall under a different category. He just a a, um, a horn dog. I wouldn't consider him um, hyposexuality. He do like to have sex a lot, and it's important to him. But it's a big difference from someone that addicted to porn, addicted to masturbation. Um, every time they see a woman, they thinking about sex, or you know, to become aggressive and rape. But there are black men that's like that. And they and they started at a very young age. It's just to me in a black community, it's swept under the rug. See, he just wanted a few that don't experience it, but it's a problem. And, and think, to me, okay, I think it's the other races. I, no, I don't think it's, that, it's black too. Okay, I, I, go ahead, Milton. Go ahead, brother. I, can I jump? Can I? Can I jump? Absolutely. In You're more than welcome, sir. Yeah, definitely. All right, awesome. So first of all. Um, sexuality in men, period, is all based off of um, women's behaviors. Female behaviors actually dictate men's sexuality in terms of, you know, what they could get away with or what they have to do to be able to get sex. Men are natural hunters. That's how uh, reproduction, that's how life continues. So I'm assuming that we're talking about all heterosexual men. But I do feel like um, women set the guideline for what's acceptable. Like you can't say that black men are out here hypersexual when women are twerking, right? And women are putting up dildos 
And it's very common knowledge for women to explore their sexuality freely. And sometimes it takes it to another level where it's just based, just kind of just teasing men. So I just feel like um, right now the state of where women are and what's acceptable kind of dictates, kind of dictates how men are going to behave towards women. I mean, we're going to do what we have to do, but if we have to do nothing because there's booties jumping and y'all talking about dildos, y'all having sex when nobody's around, y'all pushing, you know what I mean? Those, those are signs of hypersexuality to me. I would agree with the one. And I do feel like hypersexuality. And I do feel like hypersexuality is like a disorder. Isn't it like a disorder? Right, where something somebody's mentally off, so they're making bad decisions, and they're going no. home and they're thinking about like, "Dag, I shouldn't have done that. That was too impulsive." So That's you think that right. you think the women are more hypersexual than the men? Are you saying that the women cause the men? I think that to behave like that. Is that what you're saying? Yes, That's I feel like you talk. Yes, okay, yes, okay. I feel like and I'm gonna disagree. I feel like I mean, I mean, who okay. are the men having sex with? Okay, I understand that, you know, it's certain. Um, now, I believe women have hypersexuality. I think I'm not hyper to is, um, a disorder, but, you know, I'm very sexual and um, I enjoy sex and, you know, it's an art to me. You know, I take it seriously, but not to no pervert level. Like if a man walking by in a Speedo, you know, I'm not going to sit there and, and grab his ass and grope him. But it's men that would do that if a woman wearing a, um, a half, you know, her, a, a mini skirt with her cheeks out, her chest out. A man would disrespect her and grope her thinking that he has that authority to do that because she's half naked. She can be half naked if she chooses to. That don't give you permission to grope her or disrespect her. Can I chime in here? Yes, yeah. Okay, so the term in itself that's, as a, as a previous... I heard Milton. I didn't hear. I didn't hear out. him. I'm gonna let him finish. Go ahead. Go ahead, Milton. Say what you said, brother. No, no, no. You know what it is. So I think even even with the um right now with the connection, I don't know when you're finished talking. So I hear the pause and I think you're finished and I start talking. So if I do interrupt you, I apologize in advance. And I, I didn't have a connection, but Mellow, I definitely heard you on a pre-show. Well, I heard you guys talking about somebody talking about something over. You know, talking over people. So it's never my intention. Never my intention. I took off my headphones to see if there's a better connection. But if I do talk over you, I apologize in advance. What were you saying, Treasure? Um, just like coming from, um, and this part of me is coming from a, a just a previous sex counselor position. Um, the word in itself is like a psychoanalyst word, right? Used for the disorder of an overproductive sex drive, whatever you want to call it, right? But I found a lot of it is surrounded about how we're taught about sex from a very young age, how we um, are exposed to sex, right? Some of us have had the conversation, some of us have not. Some of us has had like the books and the sex ed and all the things. And some of us may have been molested, may have been um, pushed into it. I think as black men, it is almost a badge of honor to be exposed to sex earlier. Um, it is not looked at as molestation or abuse. It is looked at, oh, you you did that. So um, I'm not going to be too crass. But if you get your, you know, if you get fellatio done to you at like 11, 12, 13 years old, you're a man now. You know, they're, they're bigging that up instead of it being what it is, which is abuse. Um, so I just had to yeah, chime that in. Because like, 
the word in itself is is for psychoanalysts specifically. Um, it while it is a diagnosis to have, um, a lot of Black women now are realizing that they were raised in survival, which caused hypersexuality. Um, they were raised in a way that is causing them to feel like I have to be hypersexual to get what I want. It's like the players club, right? Use what you got to get what you want. And this faction of like, oh, I'm a, you know, I'm a use my body. I'm a use this ass. I'm a use like I'm a twerk. I'm gonna do whatever I need to do to garner what I need. Um, and I think in black men, it's, it's more like, like a Munchie was saying, you know, and Milton was saying, you know, oh, well, that's what women allow. That's not always the case. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Me, I agree. Let me, let me ask, let me ask, um, before I want to hear from the, uh, Nicole, I want to ask um, you, Treasure, a question. Mm -hmm. Based upon what, what Munchie and Milton said, mm -hmm. you think that this theory of, you know, what, what women wear goes all the way back to what happened with Sarah Bartman? Um, I think that's definitely like the beginning, but it was happening, you know, before that. Um, every woman on this call can identify with being fully dressed, sweatpants, hoodie, you know, hair up looking crazy and somebody still came at you in an aggressive way. Mm -hmm. So I think at this point we need to understand, like you could have the Sarah Bartman situation of her being on display and being put on display, but we've, we've grown. Right. And we've seen not just from Sarah Bartman, but we've seen in 2022 where that model still works. So something mm -hmm. change only happens until change happens. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's like, you can have all of this. You can go from Sarah Bartman. Okay. What did we learn from that? Move, move, move. Girls are still going to get BBLs. Girls are still going to get everything. I think what comes down to, are we doing it for men? Or are we doing it for ourselves too? Mm -hmm. And it's not always insecurity. It's not always a fight for like attention. You might just feel good with a bigger check. Mm -hmm. You might just yeah. feel good with a bigger butt. I'm, you might want to fill in them hip dips. Right. Shoot. You might want to fill in them hip dips. <laughs> yeah. You might want to change your go. toes. You know, like you might yeah. want to like have a different face. Um, And the conversation really just goes back to Again, the question you asked was of Sarah Bartman. Yes, it did start there, but we also have to look at where, how far we've come, and did we come far enough? Well, let me ask, and and, and I, I could okay. direct this. I'll direct this directly to Nicole. Melodic, you had something you wanted to say? Um, I just wanted to make a comment because I feel like um, I agree with some of the things that you're saying, Treasure. Mm -hmm. I think that society plays a major role in determining Black men's sexuality. I think, that, I think that pop culture, peer pressure, they absolutely have a major effect on how our men operate. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think it's considered a status symbol. Also, if you have women throwing themselves at you, it, it, it makes them feel good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Agreed. But I, think, I, think, I think, like you said, society has changed the role now with, though, like Milton was saying, like, and like you just said, and, and somewhat now, mm -hmm. it's everything what a woman does like she said, her body's getting done. She's walking around with less clothes on. So this is going to create a, a higher sex drive in the man. Like if a woman's walking by, like and she's twerking, she's dancing, his mind might not be, but then she's doing these activities in front of him. Now he's like, oh, he's looking at her in a different manner now because how she's acting. You understand what I'm saying? And a lot of this is portrayed in videos and other things. So she, she's mimicking what she sees on the, on the TV screen. And, uh, and, and as her doing this, the men now have come to a sexually wanting her you understand what i'm trying to say mm -hmm. so that all plays a part I, into now a man okay want this woman want that woman 
No, I think so. that the men, I think that the men judge the women wrongly, because sometimes, like, um, I dress sexy, I dress covered up, and sometimes. But, but let me, Faith. I want to dress sexy. Faith, let me, and I apologize for cutting you off. What is that though? What is dressing sexy? Um, whatever, uh, whatever you put on that makes you feel good, you know. Mm. Um, or like, okay, it was a time that um. I ain't get dressed in a long time. I'm going to say months. I ain't go out. You know, I was on my grind, this, that, and the third. Then, you know, I wanted to take some time out for faith. You know, I didn't want to be mommy. I didn't want to be daughter. I didn't want to be spouse. I wanted to be faith. So I, I put on some heels. I, 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 I put on, I did my hair and got dressed sexy for me. Not to impress no one, just to feel like a woman, you know, and um, it, it could have been a short skirt, little cleavage out, you know what I'm saying? And um, <laughs> a man that don't know me personally will probably think that I'm easy, you know what I'm saying? Or think that I get down on the first night and things like that. But that's totally wrong. You know, I'm far from that. But I feel as though I should be able to wear what I want without you judging me and assuming that I'm this type of person. I don't, I don't I, think that necessarily. Go ahead. I have a comment. No means no. Exactly. See, no, it's not. It's, it's not. The, it's not. Listen, I'm. I'm a man. Just because, like, and you can wear what you want to wear. But what I'm trying to say is, it's not what you wear. It's like, but if you're doing certain things, and the man, you you acting, you know, hypersexual. Like you in a club, you dancing on your girl, you sticking out your tongue, you doing all these provocative and, manners. But what they got to do with you? And, no, no, no. Exactly. What I'm trying to say is, listen, listen. What I'm saying is, so when a man push up you, and a man are like. Then can I talk to you, whatever, whatever? And he's looking but at I you up and down, and he's looking at you like you some meat. I so, mean, like, so, oh, see, this is what I'm, I'm talking saying, about. Listen, You're wrong. Listen, what I'm saying, not saying that he's supposed to come at you and grope on you, no thing. I'm not agreeing with that. What I'm saying is, when you conduct yourself in a certain way and you dress in a certain manner, and the man come and approach you, like, you know, oh, what's how, how you doing? Let me get your number, or whatever, whatever. And then you like, you you jump You're not back. Interested? Okay. Okay, that's cool. What I'm saying is, but don't be offended. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, I'm never going to come at a woman wrong. But when you have men do it certain ways, you got to, I feel like the women have to conduct themselves you, in certain See, manner. this is what I'm talking about, Mitchell. You cannot blame a woman for somebody else's behavior. I could be booty butt naked. You don't have the right to touch me. Grow, I didn't say touch. No, never, touch me, never touch. Never touch. Or disrespect me. Let me, right. ask, let me ask a question, right? Um, in the cold, you could join the conversation. Up there. I'm, 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 I'm wait. I'm letting everybody talk. She listening. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean. Let me let me ask. You, and and I and I get what what you uh, young ladies are saying. Um. So, when does the individual individual be accountable? Like, okay, nobody nobody has a right to assault a woman. We all know that. We all nah. we all should know that. Unfortunately, yeah. our society is really jacked up right now. And this is why this conversation is very important because as a as a woman, you want to be able to go out, look nice, and not be approached in an inappropriate way. How, yeah. However, the way that a man may perceive it be like, what you may deem inappropriate, you may have five other women that don't deem it inappropriate. You want to say because because those women that don't feel like it's inappropriate, and that's okay if they comfortable with that, because everybody is different. Some people, you know, I know women that, that move like men, you know, and that's cool if that man behaves like that with that type of woman, if she allows him to. But if you, if, if woman's giving you that, oh, no, I'm okay, I'm, 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 
just say I just got on nipple covers and a thong, and a man approached me, and I'm like, no, I'm okay, I'm cool. And then he get aggressive with me and and um, disrespectful with me because I'm not interested in him. You know, that's when it's a problem. But if I'm with it, then that's totally different. My you know what I'm saying? Because some women with the get down. My thing is this. I'm not saying a man will approach you aggressively or none of that. What I was trying to say is your pre your presentation sometimes as a woman and how you conduct yourself, if a guy come up there and he like, y'all talking, he like, well, um, you can I go home with you tonight? Sometimes a man saying that, not disrespectfully in the sense of rabbing on you or nothing, it's how you conduct yourself, say, in, in the environment you're in. No, you know what I'm saying? No so oh, okay. when he says that, though, he is he really wrong? I said, yes. not disrespectfully. Yes. Not disrespectfully. Yes, he's wrong. Why? Because uh, uh, just because um she's dancing on her girlfriend's her tongue out, don't mean she want to take your ass home. Okay. It don't mean that. But he's not wrong, though. It is wrong, Munchie. A man should have class when he approaching a woman in any type a of way. Class. Class. I feel it though. I feel as though they do this to the black women. You know what I'm saying? I just mm. feel like y'all do this to the black women. Mm. Because honestly, the white woman, she don't got no ass, no titties, and she could be half naked and, or booty shorts at 12 and 13. And because she not she not she don't have a shape, you know, it's it's okay. But the black girl having the same outfit, she's a whore and a slut. Cause she got ass and titties mm. and thighs. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But I, that's listen, the way it goes though, Munchie. Clearly, no, 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 see, clearly okay, listen, let's listen. You see a skinny girl with nothing, no breasts, no ass, and she twerking. You're not looking at her like they like, oh, she look like she having fun. But you see a girl with a big ass, banging body, gorgeous, and she twerking. Oh, she with the get down. She's a whore. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like though y'all do that to black women. I'm sorry. Let me no, let me let right me here. ask you guys. Let me you... let me say one one thing. Real oh quick. yes, and yes. um, please do. <laughs> and I'm not, and I don't, and I'm not saying I'm speaking for you, Munchie. But uh -huh. I think I see where you're coming from as far uh -huh. as what you're saying. So if you see a, a female in the club, she might have, you know, nice, you know, body or whatever. She uh -huh. might be dancing. And then you're thinking, okay, so she's dancing. Maybe I can approach her. Like you're, uh -huh. you're not going to approach somebody that's sitting on the corner, like in the corner with their arms crossed. Uh -huh. I mean, is that kind of, I mean, I, I mean, what I'm saying is the female that's, you know, probably dancing provocative, you know, half dressed. Now, a dude may approach her, like I said, not disrespectful, not groping, and he may be conversing with her. Now, sometimes a man, sometimes we judge, we prejudge, and we may say, okay, what you doing later tonight? She might not be on that note, but we're going to try sometime behind the way you conduct yourself. You understand what I'm trying to say? That's all I'm saying. We're going to try to see where we can get for that night. How far you can go? Yeah, because how you conduct yourself, say in the club or wherever you may be, and the way you dress and where you act, you understand? Know like I said, no, it's not. It's never nothing disrespectful. Like far as I'm going to go touch on her, grab her, no. But sometimes when you conduct yourself, you may get a man approach you and ask you, okay, what you doing later tonight? And then you okay. look and you get offended. But but my question to you is, what about the women that don't act in that way? Okay, I mean, there are instances where, you know, men are very, especially black men, sorry, are very, you know, um, disrespectful, not always, but some are disrespectful, and they just feel that, you know, I can say whatever I want, I think you are sexy, oh my goodness, look at your ass, and it's just like, what? 
some now you do you you do have some men that are like that black men and that's um i guess i guess that goes into a thing of to me in my opinion of how they may have dealt with other women and how far other women may have let them but but no no my thing is that's an excuse be accountable for your behavior no but that's an excuse be accountable for your behavior because my thing is if you're dealing with a woman and she allows you to treat her that way that doesn't mean that you're supposed to treat other women that way also so my thing is i feel like people are supposed to be accountable for their actions no i did this because i liked your ass and i'm wrong and I shouldn't have done that. But my thing is, like, in regards to hypersexuality, that's not that's not correct. Like, that's not a proper way to to respond or to act. So that that's off kilter. So no. so so let me ask you because um, I think that I think that we're we're correlating hypersexuality to With how well. to how um, okay. the interaction of how a guy would push up on a young lady. Um, right. Uh-huh. When they say him out and how he could perceive it as shooting his shot, and she perceives it as disrespect. Yeah, um, and, it's, and, it's, and it's crazy because when you look at it, everybody perceives things different. Mm-hmm. So, like, you, you kind of got to be careful, definitely in this quote unquote era of how you intermingle with the opposite sex, because you could be. You know, as Munchie's saying, you could be totally, totally oblivious to it, and she could feel so violated and disrespected. Respected. Next thing you know, it's an issue. Exactly. So I think that, um, in in my personal opinion, I think that we need to do a better job communicating that. We need to do a better job. That okay, like Faith said, a young lady's out. She might want to show cleavage. This is what she got, but that doesn't mean that she needs somebody to be. His eyes to be directed on her cleavage the whole night, and mm-hmm. he fit, and, and you know, basically he's undressing her with her eyeballs, with his eyeballs. But then on Munchie's hand, it's like, well, why, why are you in my face? You know, you jingling, baby. Like, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, Q. Like, listen, it's like I guess it's it seems like it's a catch twenty two. Like I said, my thing is always respectfully, never disrespectfully, and it's like. When you approach, now you know, and you know, I mean, I guess you can get offended, but don't get offended to the point where though you're ready to lash out. You understand what I'm saying? Because you got to understand too, like as a man, we're looking at what you're giving us. You understand, you understand what I'm saying? And it's like, but okay, so I'm gonna say this, and I, I'm gonna use my myself. <laughs> okay, um, I'm a very curvaceous woman, right? Mm-hmm. And most Sorry. black women are. Right, absolutely. And sometimes... And I love them. Oh, oh hilarious. <laughs> sometimes it doesn't matter what I put on. There are just certain things that I just cannot hide. Mm-hmm. That does not mean that I should be approached in a disrespectful way. It does not mean that I should be approach, approached in a sexual way. Mm-hmm. Okay? What when I put all. on... Uh, there you go. Exactly. Exactly. But, but, treasure. But, if, if, if you're attractive and a man approaches. So, because Milton said it when he got in, right? It annoyed me, but he said it, right? <laughs> Women. <laughs> y'all, look, y'all, y'all ask me on here. Y'all, y'all gonna learn. Um, but <laughs> out the gate, right? He came with what women present, right? So the presentation is Miss Faith right now has on a hat. 
I have a whole turtleneck dress on right now, right? If that is my presentation, I, you're right. I can't help what you're looking at, but you can help what you say to me. You can control True. yourself. You can have some, um, some, some willpower to yourself. You can admire quietly because a lot of, you know, a lot of women have admired quietly too, but you admire quietly. Just like it's a double standard when a woman looks at a butt, but then her man look at the butt and she's like, what you looking at? Like yeah. it's, it's very, to me, it's, it's like that. But if you, if I'm giving you something to look at, cause my body is something to look at. My face is something to look at. My so my ears, my hair, you know, and if the right person wants to talk to you a certain way, they'll compliment. Oh, I love that you got your real hair. I love that you, you know, you don't wear no makeup. Like I didn't need that, sir. You know what I'm saying? Admire and keep it pushing. But see, now that's that's but see that's that's I don't know. Stuttering munchie, what's going on? No, 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 no. Listen, because if a man sees an attractive woman, mm -hmm. what is wrong with him approaching saying respectfully, mm -hmm. how you doing? You know, like you said, you can be fully dressed or half dressed. If a man sees something attractive, mm -hmm. what is you said just keep it pushing, am I from the distance? But a man is not gonna know, say for example, if you're single, taken, unless mm -hmm. he says something and he does it respectfully. So basically what you were saying was if I if you see a nice, a cute, pretty face, whatever, mm -hmm. admire from this to keep it moving. But that's not a man. A man sometimes is going to say, "Well, how you doing, miss?" You know, yeah, and then but you but now so for what you're saying, you you, you you know like get out of here. That's but, not what I do though. That's not what I do. So, instance, right? I work for the Office of Homeless Services. Mm -hmm. I'm the program monitor for the city of Newark. I house people for a living, right? Okay. I have some people that live on the street, and this and they're black men. They live on the street. I had a young man, 27 years old. I assisted him, put him in the shelter placement, did everything I was supposed to do. We walk out, right? Walk out of the of the building. I want to walk him to the door. Respectfully, he said, I know you're married, but you are very beautiful. Thank you. And he left. It, it, it's, it's that simple to me. And if somebody that is not, you know, doesn't think they have a chance, whatever the case, it can be done because I've seen it done. I've seen it both ways where it's mm -hmm. been disrespectfully and respectfully. And I answer accordingly. Mm -hmm. So sometimes and I'm not going to lie. If, if you come to me a certain type of way, disrespectfully, you can get out of my face. No. Yeah. No, I'm always saying respectfully. That's right. It. Always, I always say I, everything. I, everything I'm speaking on is respectfully. So what I'm saying is your first thing when you're saying is like, you can marry from the distance. Like mm -hmm. I said, if, if a man doesn't know, say you're married or whatever, mm -hmm. he may say something respectfully. Right. And, but, you, but your original thing was a marry from the distance. But he doesn't know anything about your your relationship status or anything until he says something to you. So it's like you were shutting him down from even saying anything without seeing nothing. You know, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Always respectfully. So you you were shutting him down for no reason already from the door. I don't think so. I think if you're going to say a woman should be like how a woman presents, right? I think married women present a certain way, single women present a certain way. If that's the case, you know, your presence, right, says a lot about you. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a theater major. Your presence mm -hmm. says a lot about you. You carry yourself a certain way, like like Milton said, right, what we present, right? We carry ourselves a certain way. You might be like, nah, I ain't even going to talk to her. She looked like she's not in the mood. She right. looked like she not with the shit. But right. you just you just you just clarify what I said in the beginning back when the lady have on what she wears and mm -hmm. how a man approach it. You're just saying the same thing I just said a while ago. How you conduct yourself is how you be treated. Mm -hmm. But not <laughs> it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter all the time. Because I, I can really be like, yeah. I do not like Munchie off of this one yeah. this one podcast. That's not okay. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? I could be like, yeah. mm -mm. <laughs> but that's not me. Like, yeah. and, and granted, everybody has their own ways, and I think semantics is a big part of this, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we we pick and we can, we can nitpick all night, but hypersexuality is 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 the conversation. And yeah. like I said, I'm gonna hold on to it because, like I said, I used to counsel young women. So for me, it's always gonna be um, experiences are gonna guide your 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 future sometimes. And you can maybe heal from some things, but you never forget. Right. So let me, if let me, you were, let me, let me oh, ask a question. When you, when you're in that, when let's, let's perception, mm -hmm. you know, how people uh, choose to perceive how a person, I guess, push up, but let's talk about if the individual, it just has a real high sex drive, mm -hmm. like this is what they want to do. And he, he's totally in a monogamous relationship. Mm -hmm. She's just not be work, kids, whatever. And it's like, yo, he wants to, he want to look at porn. He like looking at women. He don't disrespect her, but she knew that he had a high sex drive when they got together. But then, you know, I guess over a period of time, she don't want to have sex as much. Like, what is well, he supposed to do? But, what is this out? But my thing is, okay, why does she not want... So, okay, women are very emotional. That's first and foremost. So you need to try to get to the root of the situation and figure out why does she not want to have sex? Maybe she's tired. Maybe she's taking care of the kids and you're not helping out. So help her out. Maybe get a nanny. Or, you understand what I'm saying? Like, there, but, there's a root to that whole situation why, no, as to why she doesn't want to have sex. I want it to, is I, a root. I would like to, hey, Munchie, I want to hear what Milton has to say about this. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, Milton. Okay, yeah, so definitely, I think I heard some great points, and I'm sorry about the in and out, but overall, like, just like Melo was just saying, suppose a woman is not in the mood. Suppose a woman had a bad day. Suppose it's that time of the month. That means women have all control, right? Women choose who they have sex with. Men choose who they marry. I'm going to say that again. Women choose who they have sex with and men choose who they marry. That's simple. That's simple. I mean, in terms of... I, I, I can't agree with you. <laughs> I can't okay. agree with you. Okay, so... um, Because we have to say yes. Right? Okay. Go ahead, Milton. kind of going in and out. Go ahead. Oh, all right. So, yeah, overall, I feel like women kind of set the tone in terms of sexual nature. A man is going to do what he can do, all right? That's how we're built. So we have to go all the way out, buy you flowers, court you, um, write you letters, and that's what's going to take, and that's the norm. That's what we're going to do. If women are walking around, and not saying all women, there's women on this um, show pretend that are beautiful, but there's a lot of women um, from industry to just what the norm is now. You see little kids trying to dress like it, are dressing sexually provocative. And I heard y'all talking about men pushing up on women. Women push up on men all day. And the last, well, I wouldn't talk about myself personally, but overall, I feel like women are more sexually charged than men these days. I would so, go with that, but I won't, I, we won't, we don't disrespect the men. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I would say I'm very sexual. If I'm into you like that and you pleases me, I want it three to four times a day if it's like that. But you have to, Meet other, right, but, other other you have to meet all my needs. That's not my sexual need. Cause with a woman, um, sex is just the icing on the cake. 
You know what I'm saying? Because when we give you that right, right but, there, that's like a but, prize. But let me ask. Let me ask you guys. Can I just? Okay, I just want to say this. So, Faith, I'm going to say this. I don't agree with. I don't agree with saying that sex is just a prize. In all honesty, um, I feel like if it's a, it's an act of intimacy, it's a spiritual act, and it's an act of intimacy. No, I agree with but that. I, but I also feel like I feel like women have their needs and men have their needs also. But your needs need to. I agree with what you said that your needs need to be met on different levels, and you know, in order for you to be, you know, want to be like sexual, mm -hmm. exactly with you know with that man or whatever but what i am going to say look i'm, I'm look i'm going i'm going to go on a team guys for a second <laughs> i feel like wait wait i feel like women should not be with jj nazis okay if you are asking this man to be in a monogamous relationship with you sometimes you gotta take one for the team yeah i agree uh -uh. with that no, I, you know, I, I have. Wait, wait, what you say? Uh uh. You say uh uh, Jaja. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. But let me just say this. Let me just say this. When I say, let me just correct something. When I say a prize, I mean, like, okay. that's okay, just my conversation, my time, my energy, even caring about you. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving you a lot. But when I say a prize, I feel like when I give up that, that's like the icing on the cake. You know what I'm saying? Because that's like my treasure that I'm sharing with you. That's what I'm saying by that. Like, not I don't hold it like hold about, it for the man. Oh, this is a, a prize. You gotta win it. Okay, yeah. Because I don't, I don't. Yeah, I feel, I wasn't I feel it like, like that. I, yeah, I feel like me. I feel like me doing that. Yes, I, I, I treasure myself. Yeah. Absolutely, I value myself. But I, any man that I choose to be with, I hope and pray that he values himself also. Exactly. Let me. That's an exchange. Let me ask a question in regards to what something melodic said about when the woman is going through what she's going through with work, the kids or whatever, and they may be having problems in their relationship where she doesn't feel sexual. From a man's perspective, why are you taking that away? Exactly. Because it's you not take... therapy for everybody. But why are you it's taking everybody. the pie away, though? You're trying it's to tame a horn dog. You can't Sex tame a horn dog. It's temporary pleasure for some people. Like Munchie, you have a horn dog. What Munchie, speak to that. Speak to that. And we we, we use that, that phrase. When you have a listen, women, y'all know when y'all get in the monogamous relationship with a man that you know he is hypersexual, right? And granted, like you say, women go through things, periods, you know, all that other stuff, you know, emotional stuff. Okay. But you know that you have a horn dog on the leash. His, this is a monogamous relationship. You have a horn dog here, and you just you have to meet that man somewhere because you you know what you're dealing with. You if you like for example if you if y'all having sex three four days out the week right, and now this thing hits and you period uh you going through something and you notice it's two weeks and you ain't get this man nothing. That man over there is going through something over there. So you have to, maybe you might have to sit him down. Listen, I'm going through something. You might have to bring it to him because you got to get to the root of the problem of helping him out. <laughs> At least one out. <laughs> Two weeks? I know that's an example, but good Lord. Wait, that's wait, too wait. Long, right? wait, <laughs> that's too long, right? Wait, two, two weeks? weeks? 
That's no, two week, two weeks is definitely I mean, too long. Like, no, two two I'm weeks. Saying, is let me, so, I'm, unless yeah. somebody has like some medical reasons or something like that. <laughs> like, two weeks no, no, too long. Yeah. Okay, Gail said not taking one for the team if I'm not feeling it that day. <laughs> Thank no. you. Gail. You said not taking it. No, no, no. Okay, so I'll say this. I'm not. I'll take one for the team. Wait a minute. Uh, it, it it depends on the situation. But my thing is, if if like maybe like I don't know, two weeks went past. Yeah, I would take one for the team. Sorry. Okay. It's I don't think team play. Yeah. Hold players. on. Team I don't think I gotta take nothing for the team. Like two weeks. Good. Jeez, what what's going on? See, I mean, that was a bad example. A couple of days is too long if you with somebody on a. Oh, it's not like you're too. Let me interject one more. No. And I've looked it up and it's saying, and I don't know if it's hypersexuality because, like, the male clinic describes or that negatively affect health, job, or relationships. Exactly. I, I mean, a exactly. good sex drive, I ain't mad with that. Exactly. I'm down. What, exactly. what, so can, I ask, can I ask a question? What is the longest waiting period for you guys? It's like, like, okay, if we're going to get to the, like, what is, what do you two consider? Two weeks, something two, probably ain't right. That's what Korean Royal Chat said. What do y'all figure is too long without exactly. sex in a monogamous relationship? What is too long? I think three weeks. Three weeks? Three weeks. Oh, wow. What's <laughs> that three weeks? No, I'm saying, like, if it's, if it's I'm going to, from my experience, I don't know what's going on. I'm trying to get back to the camera, but. um, Yeah, this I'm, thing is dark with that three weeks thing. No, but, no, 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 no listen, I'm going to say, like, no, I don't want to go three weeks. I'm, I'm very sexual, but I'm just saying, if, if things not, you know, going right in my relationship, like I can't, I can't make love to you if I'm not, you know, happy in my relationship. I'm sorry, I'm not holding it back, but I can't see me giving All right, you. Three weeks, you're out back. of here. Next, listen, I'm not, you know, shut up, my You know, for lack of better words, oh, yeah. right? I know that, I know that. Um, we're saying two weeks is too long, but I have heard of some instances where, if a woman emotionally is going through some stuff, three weeks could go by. Like it was two days. And I, yes, and so, I, can, I could be so you that. may think that th that two weeks or three weeks is long time, but with y'all work schedule, kids, yeah. whatever, hold on, know, the hustle and bustle. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, one person at a time. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I was speaking for okay. me. You know, if I hold out that long, I'm not happy in my relationship. I'm not talking about a happy relationship and everything's going good and I'm holding out three weeks. That's not going to happen. I'm talking about when there's, um, you know, problems. You know what I'm saying? A woman, I can't see me, you know, pleasing you like that and you're not taking care of my heart. Like, you know, that's just my opinion. Okay. What's going on here? So, hold on. We're talking about hypersexuality in men. And everything I've heard for the past five minutes, this is what y'all feel like doing, when y'all don't feel like doing it, if I feel like this, I always feel weeks, like doing it. No, that two, hold happy. on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And that two weeks could be two days, that two days could be two hours, depending on my mood. Hold on, who are we? Who are we? Who are we? 
We're sex objects, Milton. I'm gonna stop talking now. Somebody tell me who we are because okay, if we so, just jump so into Jeffrey every said, time y'all have a mood or don't have a mood, it's or it's you know what I'm saying? Like, who are we? What where do our feelings come into play? You know, we objects. No, Jeffrey everything said, is. You know what it is. I feel as though because we are different species, men or women are different. Like we 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 know what to do for our men. It's like we gotta sit here and tell y'all right notes, throw hints, put up a sign for y'all. For us, we know you come home from work, you tired, you, you got with? the house clean, huh? <laughs> Who you doing? That's not true. Faith, hold on, Faith. Um, I, I like Jeff's question. Jeff Please said, read it out loud. So, if a woman is not in the mood, regardless of reasons. She still has to take one for the team. Flip the script. What if a man doesn't want to or physically can't address that double standard? Okay. I, okay. So I'm no no. Oh, I am. Damn that. No, no, no. I no, I no, damn that. If we agree that we're in a monogamous relationship, absolutely. Yes. I, I, my need my needs need to be met also. What the hell? Yeah. And, and, and what did you say? If he's not physically able, then we need to figure out what we're going to do here. You, you need to go see a urologist. Like, what, what we going to do? Let's, 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 yeah, let's fix it. The hell? <laughs> she, she a team player. She a team player. She a team player. Hey, Munchie is a team out. sport. She a team player. Listen. It's she, not golf. It's a team sport, huh? Is, and this is not a male thing. This is just a, a, a personal thing because evidently, all the women, when I said two weeks, all the women they're gonna be like, psh, psh, psh. they look at me like two weeks. They can't. So it's 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 a okay. it's a huh? Oh my bad, my bad. Church. First of all, your munchie. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna always be eyeball out, baby. I'm because like I said, I come from a different mindset about it. I come okay. from like I, said, I come from the psychological background, the counseling background. Got so you. my thing is always if you're not if you're not comfortable with yourself, you can't give up yourself to somebody else. I don't care if you and you taking one for the scene, you're not feeling that. You're not getting no enjoyment out of that. You just you just not. And a lot of a lot more women do it than they than they think and then they admit. You you having sex because you think that this was this person want. Again, I'm speaking from personal experience. Mm -hmm. Um, as a person that's depressive anxiety, I have I've had doubts where I didn't feel like I didn't feel sexual, I didn't feel comfortable, I didn't feel sexual, I didn't feel pretty. So I didn't want to do anything. So you if you're saying like, oh, you gotta take one for the same, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Well, I, okay, I'm I'm gonna say this. I feel like if you're in, if you're in a marriage with someone, and you just you're just like okay, well, I don't feel like doing this. First of all, I feel like you need to get to the root of the issue again. Oh, I said I said that. That's mm -hmm. one. But two, you can't just expect somebody to say, okay, well, she's you know she's like not doing this. I I, I mean, there are instances where some women will go three years and not have sex with their husbands. That's to me. That's crazy. How could you ask that man to be faithful to you if you don't have any medical reason stopping you from from you know? I, then then no. Then yeah, I I think you should you should be like I I you know I can't I, I don't want to be in this right. And I agree. No, I agree with that. The board table is up. I agree with that completely. Like you need to get to the root of your your shit. I'm just talking my shit, but you have to Not get great. to the root of what's right. going on with you. And it, guess what? It's okay to be hypersexual. It's okay to be. It's okay not to have a sex drive. It's okay to say no. And it's okay to be like, look, I want that every night. It's okay to do all of it. But are you, is it a detriment that the key is, is there a detriment to the relationship? Is there a detriment to your life? Is it causing you to not function? But I see, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you, um, Treasure, mm -hmm. in, in that instance, hard day's work, he 
you know, and did his his, his shit shower shave. Mm-hmm. He feels some type of way because he ain't had none in a minute. Now he's dreading going home. So now it's affecting the home because mm-hmm. he's so frustrated that he ain't, she done shut him down because basically uh, for what the panel is saying, according to the men on the panel, mm-hmm. uh, listening to y'all, y'all got the keys. Um, So now he's dreading going home, so it's affecting. Mm-hmm. And she's looking at it like, yo, all he want to do is pound on me. He don't want to deal with the issues we got going on. And he like, yo, we could deal with the issues, but at the end of the day, like it's been too long. You know, sometimes I may cut your cue. You know, sometimes the best time to talk to a man in them type of situations is to let him release, relieve himself, and then you sit back and y'all have a discussion of what's bothering yeah. you. He definitely Q said communication, not communication with caveats. Q said communication listen, first. You listen because you gotta understand us as men. When we, once we release and we now we calm and we land in the bed, tell me what's on your mind, baby. I'm hearing you now because I'm calm. So I'm you got it, what, well, you know what? Your mind. <laughs> that's what you say. What, what you describing? What you describing is a smart woman. There you go, Munchie. You, what you're describing is a smart woman and a and a smart relationship doing what she has to do for her man and a compromise. And exactly. I think that has to go both ways. But when it comes to hypersexuality, if y'all want to kind of round it back in a little bit, woman, y'all are so much more aggressive and y'all could do it. Woman could walk up to another woman, her girlfriend, grab her breasts, grab her butt, like, hey, bitch, oh, you know, okay, you popping. You guys are super sexual and free to it. You could post a man, um, whoever, you know, that looks like me or Munchie, right, on your Facebook page and say like, oh, this man is sexual chocolate and da-da-da-da-da, whatever. Like, you know, like, you guys have the leeway to do all types of stuff. We can't thanks do that. For, thanks, for the Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the Thanks for the We consider Munchie, listen, you know, we had the complexion thing going on here. So, you know, I just threw it, I just yeah. threw it out there. But overall, yeah. I think females are a little bit more free to do whatever they want to do, whatever they want to do it, say sexual stuff. You could walk up to a guy in the street like, hey, what's up, da-da-da-da-da, and it's cute, right? A guy walks up to you, he's feeling himself that day, he wants to say something to you like, ah, ah. So since you guys have so much control over the situation, how people talk to you, when you have sex, when you're going to want to have sex, who who's hypersexual? How can we be hypersexual without y'all? No, 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 no. It is very possible. And like just hypersexuality in general, basically it's someone who their their behaviors are negatively affecting them and other people. So you don't Okay, there's nothing wrong with having a healthy sex drive. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. It's something wrong when it becomes a problem. When you have a sex addiction and you can't control yourself, so therefore you're just you you know, you have reckless behavior. Go ahead, Milton. Right. So I mean I like to raise my hand now because of the lag. So I'm I'm gonna start using the hand thing. So thank you, thank you. We appreciate that. But but Nicole, in terms of in terms of the hypersexual behavior, right? You're talking about black men. You're not talking about in general. The topic is hypersexuality in black men. Yeah. Right? So the yeah. general statement of somebody having a problem, like, you know what, I'm not feeling good about myself, so I'm gonna go have sex with a UPS man. All right. I'm not feeling good about myself, so I go to the club. The first guy that say hi to me, we're going in the back. 
That's type yes. of sexuality. That's a problem. Yes, it is. Yes, problem. it's an absolute right? problem. That's a mental problem. So yes. if a guy is just so right, so that could go either way, right? That guys could do that, right? And girls could do that. And we've seen both. But when a man really wants to be with a woman sexually, he's gonna do what he has to do. You see men spend money, you see men do this. We're gonna do whatever we have to do to, to satisfy that natural desire, right? Who controls the tempo of what we do? Who I feel like men. I feel like no, no. I feel like men set men set the tone. Men set the tone. I will say that. I definitely feel like how because I feel like men set the tone. Okay, so men know that we're we're very emotional or whatever. And if there's an issue that it needs to be addressed in order for I, I don't know you like you said men. Will will treat you a certain way or spend money or whatever. So you're setting the tone basically to get what you want. No, he's he's doing what he feels like he should do to impress that girl to get what he wants. If if spending money is not what she wants and she wants to go to the park, they go into the park. If you want me to go jump up and down like a rabbit so I can get it, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm gonna do. I'm so you're you setting the tone. What to do? You guys tell us. You guys tell us what's impressive. You guys tell us what's impressive every time, subliminally, straight up and down on a video when you're talking to your girls. You guys tell us what's sexually um, nice. So therefore, if guys wasn't going out there doing it, that works. Whatever you guys say that guys are doing, some girls is working on. That's the reason why they're doing it. No? Everybody got quiet. I know the lag ain't no. No, it's <laughs> not that long, Milton. <laughs> no, because I, I agree with what he's saying. He's he's saying that women set the tone. Like basically, what he's trying to say is nothing goes nowhere without the woman. You know what I'm saying? And it boils down to no matter what we do, if how, how aggressive, how, how hypersexually we are, the woman control it at the end of the day. It stops right there. They say no. Bottom line, that's what he's saying, and that's that's what he's saying. Who has that's the it. control? That's it, Munchie. That's what he's saying. I agree with him. And, and who's and but you know what Munchie? Look at listen to the silence. Listen it to doesn't, the silence. Well, no, no, but it doesn't <laughs> no no. So it doesn't necessarily stop right there because okay, let's say a woman says no. If you if you're so hypersexual that you can't control yourself and you go outside of that situation and and do things that could be damaging to you and the other person or whatever, then that woman's not controlling that situation. And that's you yes. being that's that's you being reckless and hypersexual because you can't control yourself. I feel like everybody should have should be able to control themselves. Okay, now one form of the hypersexuality is one form of hypersexuality is so in terms ahead, of in terms of sorry, Munchie, just the lag. I'm sorry, Munchie. Right, I got right, you right after. Right, so men, think about this now. If men are feeling hypersexual, they feel horny, they want to have sex all the time, and they want to push up on every girl. That man is considered a stalker, a rapist, a predatorial. Dog. He could go to jail for that. He could go to jail Weirdo. for that. Now, a woman is hypersexual. She going to the club every night, smashing off. She smashed a dude on 2F. She smashed a dude in 3E, right? <laughs> She's not going to jail. She's just that no. neighborhood, whoever, whoever. So it's different consequences for this sexuality behavior out here. Let's not, mm. not, let's not say that a man could do the same thing a woman could do and a woman could do the same thing a man could do and the same consequences. That's just completely false. Treasure? Yeah, tre treasure. I want to hear treasure. I want to hear treasure. Yeah, I want to hear treasure. Um. 
Because, um, you know, respect is the minimum, right? Like Munchie said. That's cause I, tell my, I tell my kids that, I tell my clients that, I tell everybody. Respect is the minimum. Um, like Milton said, let's bring it back to hypersexuality, right? Nicole touched on a good point. If you do all the things you think this woman's going to like, you've been courting her, she wants to park, she wants the moon, the stars, you done pulled it from the sky, right? She says no. You get angry, you get aggressive, you get, you know, now come on now, you get a little more persuasive, she says no. Get a little more persuasive, fine, she buckled, she she with it. She took the she took one for the team, she took the L. If she doesn't call you back, right, for whatever reason, for like, you know, are you okay with that? Because you got the pussy already. First of all, that's a lot of what ifs. Yeah, I guess it's not a lot of what it is. It's not a lot of because this happens more than people are willing to admit it's willing to happen. Like everything you said happens, right? Mm -hmm. It happens. Mm -hmm. It's true. It's facts. Mm -hmm. So is everything that I'm saying. Because if you get me the moon, the stars, whatever, I'm gonna feel like I owe you something. Yeah, so I can't always be in a woman's court if I feel like I owe you. Yeah, my point of me saying that men are gonna do whatever is because Mm -hmm. men are gonna do whatever to impress you. Right. So men are not doing is that you or your representative? Because <laughs> no, that's me. That's me. You sure? Actually, trying to um, yeah. Because I mean, when you love somebody, don't you do what they do? Don't uh, you we're not do talking about love. We're not talking about love. It's like courting, right? So love, courting is not love. So if you don't like the park and you got hay fever and you <laughs> and she just frolicking in the daisies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's not that's not cool. So that's your mm-hmm. representative. That's not you. We have a we have a nice statement. No, no, I mean, but but what you're saying is very subjective and if and possibly if me. It's not what I'm saying overall in general. In general, most men, right? They're jumping through the hoops that you guys said. So if you like men with bald heads, I'm gonna have a bald head, right? If you if you're the type of girl (laughs) you like men that dresses like overall, like that's what we're gonna do. Just like the reason why you have your hair in a ponytail, I don't see your name, I'm sorry. But you, everybody looks super nice. Everybody mm-hmm. looks pretty. Everybody looks presentable. That comes from that comes from somewhere. You didn't just put those clothes on just because you know what people like. You know what you like. You know overall what mm-hmm. it is in terms of what's attractive to a man. So you set the tone. Also, I want to go to a nice restaurant, right? I want to do this. He's jumping through all those hoops. So where's it? you set the tone in terms of what's sexual. Overall, though, I feel like. To call black men hypersexual and we're having sex with women that are in agreeance makes no sense. But so do you think hypersexuality exists? Do you think it's an actual thing? No, I, I, first of all, I think I, I think it's a disorder. So I think that okay. most, most men is. and women can be hypersexual and it's something that's going on that they're missing. All right, some kind of hurt or trauma that came from before and they're trying to act out on that. They're looking for love. They're looking for something. All right, because after they do it and the orgasm comes, usually they're out of there, right? Because they realize what's going on. Like this is the rap. So, uh, but I think that overall, to say that men are hypersexual without putting the the emphasis on the woman is just ridiculous. Unless you're talking about homosexuals. Well, well, okay. So for, first of all, we're not saying I, we're not saying all black men. We're just saying that there is that some people feel some people feel there's a there's a myth. There, there are there, there are articles, etc., out there, out there that say that black men are hypersexual. We're basically just talking about it. We want, you know, opinions, etc. I'm not saying that all black men are hypersexual. I don't think anyone on the panel is saying all black men are hypersexual, but there are 
uh, a group of black men that are hypersexual and their behaviors do cause problems for themselves and for other people. Mm -hmm. Let me let me and ask it's because, a fact. And I feel like those people because... those people should be medicated. Those yes, I agree, Melo. And those people should be medicated, just with the men and the women, because they're a problem. Now, if you're just talking about sexuality and freedom and who's hyper, females, y'all are hype when it with the sexuality. <laughs> I don't agree with that. How can I don't agree with that. that. Are we on the I same Instagram? Are we on the same social media? Yes, we well, are. Yes, women, we are. Women nowadays are getting a lot of stuff done, breast, behind, and it's not a lot of it's not for them. Some do it for them, but a lot of it is done for the attention, the presentation. Munchie, Munchie, yeah. let me ask, let me ask you on Milton uh, a question as as, as men, right? Mm -hmm. Do you think that, like like Milton, you brought up a key point about Instagram. Do you think because we all see it? Do you think it's look at me now for attention, or they're using their sexuality to get our attention? Both. Both. But it's not. But it's not Both. all. It's not all women. No, no, and no. Just no it's because not, it's someone, not all women. And just because some women act that way and present themselves that way doesn't mean that I want to be disrespected because you saw this girl on your timeline. She did this, that, and the other. So now you come at me and you say something. Prime example. There are plenty of people that, pl plenty of men that I cannot have. I have very large breasts that I cannot have a conversation with because all you do, all they do, is. Uh, sit there and stare. That's not cool. That's unwarranted. I'm not asking for that. I have on a t-shirt. I'm completely covered up. But again, I say some people just don't know how to, they, they have no decorum about them. Mm. That's not I, normal. I think that's the upbringing. That, I mean, that part right there is just a lot of a, a thing of um, how you interact with a woman, you know, and um, that's just, that's just, the, I think that's just on the individual, you know, um, does social media play a part in that? Like, I agree. You know, that's that's on the individual how you approach a woman. Like you said, regardless of how she's dressed, how you approach a woman and everything. Like I said at the beginning, everything is always respectfully on how, when I speak of it. So when 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 a, a person approaches a woman wrong, it's just on that individual. Like she said, like Treasure said, it can go that that goes back to trauma they may have as youngins. You, know, you understand what I'm saying on how they approach and, and treat women. That's on an individual, though. Jeff, not Jeff, so much to help hypersexuality, I think. Jeffrey said that hypersexuality is a thing, but that's no no excuse for us, myself included, to be acting like we can lay in anyone's bed. Yes, social media throws yams in my face daily, but I can't like act like a horny teen. The only guy, Hello. The only thing I have to say to that is, whether you're a teenager or a forty-something-year-old man, if you are single, in this society, you could be 40, 50, 60, 70. Have a high sex drive, and you're not in a relationship. You can act the way you want to act, as long as you're not causing harm to yourself and others. I think that I think that we go, or we we look at it like I said, perception. He's a horn dog. He likes he's he's single. He wants to just have sex, casual sex in this society. One person may perceive it as you know oh, he ain't grow up yet, but that's that. I mean, that's who he is. He's not in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, as they say, the like, P is free, is, right? it, is it like, like men are meant to be hunters. Men are meant to court women 
find who you want, put the work in. So like are men the new woman? Like you call them mm. men hypersexual? Like, like that's what we're supposed to be doing. You know what I mean? In terms of pursuing a woman, respectfully, as Munchie said. But at the end of the day, we're sexual beings. And if we weren't sexual, we wouldn't be here, right? So overall, it's always a way to do it. But I think that overall, y'all saying that men are hypersexual now, and I keep on going back to it, is because I don't see it. I don't see the hypersexuality as much as I see it in females. I have a, can, I have can a, we I have use the word snow? And you don't to, I'm sorry? I'm sorry. I said, can we, can we use the word some men? Let's, let's. Some, some, some black men. men. Some black right, men. Some men. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you just said some girls dress like that. So you don't want to hear that. So you tell me some men do it and you're telling us. So yeah, I'm going to let you know some men do that. But those are men with mental problems. Hypersexuality is a mental problem. And what comes down to insecurity. Somebody who's running around having sex with everybody because they just want to, they're insecure. Somebody who's wearing something extra just so you can get a little attention, like what you said, they're insecure. Right? So the, where does the hypersexuality come in at? Because he sees you and he wants to have sex with you? That's how it works. I mean, I think the physical attraction is the first attraction, right? Always. That's what it is. Physical attraction, always. The way you're shape, your, your face shape, your body, your beautifulness, we love all that. So how is a man not going to come like, hey, sweetheart, you're beautiful, da 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 Like, where does the line get drawn with hypersexual? Too many people trying to talk to you? Yeah, girls have recorded how many videos you see it on YouTube, you see it everywhere. They can't get in a two block radius, and it could be like Faith said girls that are flat as a boy, hair up in a mess, just came from the gym, Pilates, yoga, they whatever. May, you, may, you may be attractive. And I'm sorry, you, be, you may be attractive, so there's nothing wrong with a guy talking to you, you're attractive. Again, I go back to why. Like Milton just said, if you, if you, how, why is over, why is hypersexuality a thing, right? When, you know, women, whatever they do, they do it. I just can't, I can't compute that way, right? Because for a woman to be hypersexual, like you just said, in order for a man to be hypersexual, the woman has to do it. For me, in order for a woman to be hypersexual, a man has to be involved in that. Either. She like you said, she's insecure. She wasn't loved. She got daddy issues, whatever. You got men with mommy issues. You got men with insecurity issues that are so deep that they feel like if they don't score, so to speak, right? From college days, from whatever, they don't score. If I don't get these numbers, I'm not a man. I don't I don't think, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm confused. The the hypersexuality. Someone speaking to me on the street, I think that's a little bit different. I mean, as long as you come, long as you come at me with, you know, respectful, and you get, oh, you you look nice. Right. I don't mind compliments. Right. I, I will not turn a compliment down. Thank you. Appreciate me, it. And you keep it walking up. I think I think that's where the fine line comes in it, mm -hmm. because I believe that majority, and we know we got a small segment of nuts out here, or people that need treatment. Let's just say that, right? I think that the majority of people, if you're giving somebody a compliment. It's all about perception. Mm -hmm. You could give somebody a compliment like, oh, you look nice. And you could tell them that every time you see them, co-worker. Next thing you know, you up in HR, they got the shimmy on you. <laughs> <laughs> and you like, 
you get a harassment charge. You, 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 you like, you like. Only thing I was doing. I'm gonna use melodic for example. Only thing I was doing was giving her a compliment on her perfume, and I actually bought the perfume for my wife. Like, what I do? And then, like I said, but then you could say the same thing in the same office to Nicole. And her perception is, oh, he's a nice guy. I know the brother he married. She may not perceive it as harassment. But so then some people, and then some people take it to another extreme. Mm-hmm. So some people are like, oh, you look very nice today. Oh, girl, you look like a snack. Like, I mean, come on now. <laughs> I mean, language. Oh, that's a, language. Oh, you, not even a snack. You a full meal. I, I mean, I, that, I, that, I, that can be deemed as a sense of humor, too. A sense Nicole, of humor. Nicole, now a sense you, of humor. That's a our culture now. You know, we bring, we, we bring the culture with that. But that's offensive. And that's offensive. If a man says to you, you look nice. Okay, then that's a nice compliment. But if you're, if you say, "Oh, you a snack? Oh, girl, look at them legs." It's like, like "Oh, you good, jerk." It's, 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 it's how you say it though. too. Like if a man, if a man you work with, for example, he comes up to you, "Oh, uh, treasure," for example, you look nice. You know what I'm saying? Then what about? Oh, you like a snack? Jokingly. You know, it's how no, you do don't don't play with me like that. Don't joke with me like that. No, don't joke don't joke with me like that. With me, me, I'm gonna be perfectly honest with y'all. I think a lot of that's just bullshit. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because you got people, you got people, for example, you got young ladies, right? They get dudes, 20 dudes in their inbox a day, right? Shooting their shot. But then it's that one dude shooting his shot. You don't put him on blast, but you want to put these other guys on blast for doing the same thing that you know your you're the right you was doing. That's a good point. Because you you seen same the memes the, and they're like, you know, showing the guy that don't look so cute, but then you got some little Denzel dude that said the same thing, and it's all good. I mean. <laughs> I don't I don't take it like unless you coming out your mouth crazy, I really don't pay much attention to it. I've been around guys all my life. I've been in the barber shops. I've been there. I know how they talk. So I mean, and I know Q's like, oh yeah, they kind of curve it for you. No. No, I've 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 heard do so. I mean, but it's the culture of putting people on blast. Like that's corny. Like, right. but see, but see, but see, treasure. The thing oh is, right? The thing is, yeah, we are in the culture of the day of putting people on blast. Mm-hmm. But it's like a standard or or mm-hmm. a boundary, sort of say, right? You have a boundary that you're not going to let nobody whatsoever cross. Mm-hmm. In my experience and what I see on social media. That boundary get is swayed. It goes like a like a it's like gray. a river. It's like, gray. Oh, oh, you let because I know I know, and I'm not. I'm just from from what I hear. Mm-hmm. I don't think all women be putting dudes in their inbox on blast. Not every dude. Now, you got the ones that crazy pictures. He might get put on blast, but that one dude. The one that's in the glass, the, the glass, the guy that's in the glass, Milton the Mush, what I'm talking about. He the, the guy that's in the glass that will get broken whenever it's that itch that need to be scratched. Okay, Chris Rock. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You know, so listen, I think that um like hypersexuality, like you guys said, is a whole different category to understanding the times, understanding the culture, how people shoot their shot nowadays could compare to 20 years ago. It's a total different thing. I've seen women even say, he's a nice looking guy, but he wasn't aggressive enough. Huh? I've heard that. That's a mental illness too. Very much true. Definitely. But also, also I think that a lot of guys that y'all talking about are in front of bodegas, right? And in (laughs) barbershops. Like if you're going to run a bodega every day, right? You're gonna get harassed, right? If you're walking down Fordham or whatever, wherever hood you live in, if you're walking through the hood, you're gonna get hood type comments. So you also got to start questioning yourself: Who am I around? Who am I around? Because not all men are like these. No, no, right? No, not no, not the men up here, and not all men are like that. But I'm gonna say this: that there have been surprising comments that have been made by black men. I, I mean, I, I have conversations with females all the time and sometimes it's like, wow, really? He said that? Oh, I didn't think he was me, he was like me, that or whatever. Me, so hold on. I'm it happened. Let me it ask happened. you guys a question. I want to ask also, you another question. thing is that we're, we're all from a certain age. Is there anybody here that never went to the Freak Nick? I'm never going to Freak Nick, no. Me? I hit Belmar. I made Belmar freak. I ain't make Atlanta freak. I never I had a desire. I went to Belmar with my team. I'm, I know people that moved to Atlanta to go to the Freaknik. Like they wanted to go down there because, you know, what was no. going on. To each his own. No, I mean, I've never so been at a Freaknik. Me and Munchie went in our twenties together. Oh, you putting him on blast? He said it first. I said I'll win. I ain't saying that. We went together, Negro. I went before. I went before without you too. (laughs) No, but but I'm saying, like you, as as as, if you're a single female, you're a single male, you may go to a specific place to be seen. As they say, you're trying to catch. Of course, I agree. (laughs) Well, we went for fun. We heard about opposed to I'm getting dressed to look nice. No. You may be like, look, I'm single. I'm ready to mingle. I'm trying to catch. So you might put on your best to catch. But those are the events they did it at, too. Those are the events that they... Yeah, look at yeah but they shut, they shut the freak nicks down because the men was snatching people bikini tops off and women was getting raped and outside broad daylight in front of everyone. They, sh- they shut the crazy. freak nick down because people started well, getting holy with that. And Atlanta was getting overrun. They it had, was, they it was, it was a wink, wink behavior. That's what that was, Faith. Don't blame the men. No, I'm talking about Philly, Philadelphia. One oh. used to be hot, but um, they was they uh, um, women got raped. Young girls got raped like in broad daylight, and it was so packed the cops couldn't get to them, and so they stopped it. Don't tell me I'm in Philly. Don't tell some... me. Go ahead, Milton. I mean, but just overall, though, but this overall, though, we get the reports out of Philly and Miami when we have our freakniks in Atlanta, but you don't get the Daytona Beach reports. You don't know what's going on out there, how many people are getting raped. You don't know what's going on. Black so bike don't the hype that I've been going to Freaknik in Miami since the mid-90s, early 90s, and I used to go to Freaknik when Freaknik was really some Uncle Luke stuff. And, you know, it's a party. 
everybody's having fun. Girls are doing what they're doing. It's not an everyday type of thing. They're doing something for the weekend. And other cultures do it just as much as us. It's just that I always get highlighted for the negativity and the sexuality. I agree. Mm. I agree. Yeah, because we don't do that at Carnival. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about sexuality with women. Because I feel like I was, I've been a... Um, I've been, <laughs> I've been a teacher, I've been a teacher, a male heterosexual teacher for 20 years. All right. I don't teach anymore, but being in the classroom, <laughs> being in the classroom or being in a building period with just a whole bunch of females. Um, and they know you heterosexual and you have that male energy every, every day, Monday to Friday. Oh, trust me. I could have been in HR every day, but you know what? They're going to look at me and laugh because if I say I'm getting harassed, because I may not get the, the whistles and the this call and that call, but you're gonna get harassed daily. Somebody's gonna say something, and you know, girls don't like rejection. Y'all got big egos. Y'all got big egos. So therefore, you know, you're gonna get the, the constant this, and you get it. You get it as a black male. Munchy, Q, help me out. Y'all know y'all get harassed out there. Too. I was gonna say, <laughs> I never I never pushed up on the male before. Like I, I, was, I was literally taught that Pardon? if a woman pushed up on the male. Which I'm not gonna say I totally agree with it now that I'm adult, but I still haven't done it. But um, you know, I was raised that if a woman approach a man, push up on a man, he won't woo her, he won't um go out his way to impress her if he knows that she's already on him. So, you know, I was taught that if you is interested in a man, you can make yourself seen, but if he don't approach you, you know, he's not looking at you like that. Which as I got older, you know, I don't agree with it because a lot of men told me they had crushes on me, they just never said nothing. And blah say blah, but to this day I still never ever ever approach the man. I think as a male nowadays, um, as we get older, you can't do what you did yesterday. Hello. You gotta continue to always safeguard yourself because regardless of whether you're in a relationship or not, someone's perception of your behavior can risk it all. And you gotta get to the point where as a man, you gotta be a little paranoid. Look at you, Q. All right now. I'm being honest. I okay. mean, you, you gotta be like, yo, ain't nothing. And 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 even sometimes if you're a single man, you might have to tell somebody, like, yo, I'm not in a relationship. I'm not, I'm in a relationship. I'm I deal with somebody. You even got have to lie sometimes. Yeah. Women too. Because even if you're saying, I mean, like Milton said, it's it's like a, a, a double thing because if a, a male, if a male come in there and he got that Isi Miyagi on, and he looking good, <laughs> and he got, I got gray in my beard, but you know, some of the ladies like the guys with the Beijing. If he got the Beijing going and he, you know, he's shining, he's going to get those compliments like women feel. They get the compliments all day. And it's like, yeah, you go to, like Milton said, you go to HR, people going to laugh at you like, huh? But okay, I, I'm gonna say this too. I'm, I'm sorry, but I feel like this. There are, I, I will say this that there are certain women that do things like this, and Treasure can attest to this. We, I had an event, and Treasure was there, and there was a group of females at this event that was so disruptive and just so like a group of desperados, like they were just going in, they were going crazy, and I was like, "What is wrong with them? Oh my god, Did, you know, are you really saying stuff like that? I mean, like disgusting things in front of like this whole group of people. The restaurant was filled to the, you know, to the brim, and it was just like I, I was. 
sitting there like, you got to be kidding me. Wow. Everyone was disgusted. And the dudes were even disgusted. They were like. Thirsty. Ill. Ill. Mm. No. No, thank you. No, man. No, miss. I'm, I'm not interested. No, thank you. And people, like, just to add to that, people were performing. So we're talking about this is a response to performances, right? Poetry performances, to be exact. And I pride myself on always being the youngest in the room, and I have no problem with that. I'm 32 years old, right? So I I have no problem with that and never had a problem with that. I was raised Caribbean, very strict, very, um, you know, don't look a man in his face. Don't be all up in a man's face. Don't talk to him uh, like Faith said. But the, you know the reason I did it is because I was taught like that, because I was raised like that. I'm I'm the rebellious child. I'm my mother's rebellious child. I did everything the opposite way because you're not going to tell me I can't do something. You're just, you're just not. Um, And it caused a lot of pain, but it also caused a lot of, like, you know, me to win in a lot of ways. But women are very much capable of being completely gross, completely disgusting, completely crass. And it's inappropriate and it's not right. Um, and you have to call it out. So like Q said, this is perception we're talking about. At the end of the day, it comes down to how you are perceived, how you perceive things, because everybody on this panel perceives things a whole different way. Absolutely. Nicole just said, you compliment me all day. Just don't get out of pocket. Like, don't get out, of, especially if I'm not comfortable with you like that. We all have them coworkers that we know. I mess with you, but I don't mess with you. <laughs> so, you know, and men and women allow certain things, allow certain conversations to be had because they're comfortable. I can have a certain conversation with Melodic and have a whole different conversation with Nicole. Because I don't know her like that, so I'm going to come at it in a different way. Men do the same thing. Of course. So it's all about that. perception. That's why I brought up the whole representative thing. Because we all, to a point, show somebody our representative we show, before we show them who we really are. Because I got to know for sure if you're going to be cool with me. Now, at 32, I don't do that no more. You're going to get it. It is what it is. But so me, at 19, I did it. Treasure, Treasure, let me ask you a question. Because you brought up a, a very interesting point about you were raised in the Caribbean culture. Mm -hmm. I always find it interesting how dancing is perceived. Yeah. You see uh, Black Americans, she's twerking. Mm -hmm. So she's perceived as being, oh, she's twerking. It's like frowned upon. Yeah, we don't. We don't I learned see, how to whine at eight years old. My mother taught me how to whine. Because, because that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a cultural thing. dance, right? Yeah. Do you think that because Black Americans' culture is always emphasized as like sexual. Like twerking is nothing but a style of African dance. Mm -hmm. I think we just so sexy that we just look sexual. It's not our okay. fault. Okay. Like honestly, you know, because I know I, you know, I've told a lot that I'm very I'm sexy, and I'm like, okay, thank you, I appreciate it. And I don't, I could be fully dressed, fully clothed, and I'm told a lot that I'm I'm sexy. Mm -hmm. And you got to think, like, in the Caribbean, grandma's wine, right? At, at, at parties, like soca parties and things like that, you have 9 to 99 in the same event in the, with the same vibe. Like, we're drinking at, you know, 15 to 16 years old, like, because our parents gave it to us. So my mom still to this day considers herself, you know, she's Black. She very much knows she's Black, but she never wants her identity, which is truly Trinidadian, to be taken away from her. Like, you can't tell my mom that she's like my mom still says black American. My mom still says that to this day. Like, you know, they're not, they're black American and I don't like this and I don't like that. And I don't want you doing that. I don't want you acting like that. 
because that's ignorant, right? That's not how, you know, you should be, you know, raised, which is hard when you're raising a child in America. Mm -hmm. um, and I have a young parent at that. Like my mom and I only, you know, we're a couple years apart, but it's, it's hard. Like it's hard growing up here and understanding the nuance that's the word I'm looking for. The nuance of whining, of dancing, of grinding, of being in a smoky club. And guess what? In, in Jamaican and, and Trinidadian culture, my stuff, I was Jamaican. And I'm Dominican on the other side. But that culture, that's what y'all do. And it's not overtly sexual. It's not this big, nasty thing. It's like a celebration. And another thing, um, just want to make a comment. Mm -hmm. We were doing this like since the beginning of time, mm -hmm. but then a Karen does it, and now it's twerking. Like right. yeah, like you y'all rename it everything that we we've, we've had. We we've done cornrows, and they mm -hmm. they're called it something different. So it's like, you know, now it's bringing right. attention to it. But we've always been doing that. Mm -hmm. But I guess it's now it's just like. Sure so out there like okay yeah she's she's doing this she's doing that but you know go ahead Milton. That, that's a very good point i mean we was we was on crack they was calling us crackheads and then the white people started doing it then it was an opioid crisis right yes it's the same thing so everything yes. that we do everything, yes. that, we, everything yeah. that we do you know what i'm saying they're gonna push it to another it's frowned upon yeah so we got to kind of think about that and treasure, I kind of want to follow up on it because I do. I'm a Jamaican also. You know, my, mm -hmm. my, both my parents are Jamaican, and mm -hmm. it's so funny because my my daughter is Dominican. So mm -hmm. it's like I'm Ikino, y Dominicana, y fuego, y fuego, right? <laughs> but but overall, you know, Dominicans would dress the way they want to dress. You know, um, and sometimes I talk about you know what I'm saying, and Jamaicans will dance the way they want to dance, and that's what they've been doing since day one. Mm -hmm. So overall, it's accepted. Because you know what? He Jamaican. So they them are wind up in at the kind of them good, mm -hmm. right? right? Or she's Dominican, you know what I mean? So she got on her little bra top, it's okay. And then there's somebody, so it's all subjective and people try to put you in that box. Oh yeah. Put you in that box. Oh. All right, right? You you black, don't be partying that hard. You know? No. No. There's not there's nothing like a Caribbean party, right? There's nothing like a Caribbean party. There's nothing like party until 4 a.m. With the inception of nobody's taking me home because don't nobody want to take me home. And if he try, if he don't get me, he going to get the next one because that's that's just the culture I grew up in. I was going to parties with my cousins who are DJs since I was 15. So it, nothing was to me over-sexualized. And I, I'm, I can say at a certain point in my life, I was over-sexualized and I was hypersexual because of the things that I was exposed to. But that period in my life of going to parties and staying up till four o'clock in the morning, it was a good time. If somebody pushed up on me, it was no, thank you. And that was it. I didn't have to be rude. They didn't care because they knew there was somebody else right next to me that they wanted to talk to. I believe, I believe, go ahead. No, go ahead. Trish, let go me ahead. ask you a question, Treasure, because Milton, Milton uh, dropped. With coming from a culture that you would perceive now as over-sexualized. Mm -hmm. When you encounter people from another culture, how how was that? So a more reserved culture. Right. You, so yeah. again, we don't think of it in my household, it wasn't considered over-sexual. I, I consider myself over-sexual because I began sexual activities a little earlier than some, earlier than I was supposed to because of you know, a myriad of things, molestations, things like that, that caused me to feel like this is normal, right? 
But the period of my life that I'm talking about where I was exposed to parties and drinking and all of those things, coming from a Caribbean perspective and then going to an American perspective where it is more reserved and they don't believe that you're drinking shandies and caribs and, you know, um, what's that? What's that? Coronas are like juice. You know, it's not they don't do that. Their focus is just on it's a it's like a sober reality. Right. When you go to like an American party, your first college party, everybody's focus was like, all right, this is cool. We gonna grind a little bit, but yeah, like who I'm who, who I'm gonna take home, like who am I who am I going back to the dorm with? Um, so to me, it was more focused on like the sexual aspect because there wasn't a lot to do. Like music was jamming, you may dance to two three songs, but you know once the slow set come on, and I'm a true '90s baby, so you know once the little you know SWV, the Chris Brown, you know all that slow stuff come on, it's like okay, we, we lit. Yeah, you got you got people mad nowadays talking about where the real R and B at. Yeah, I'm I'm a jazz person, so I don't. <laughs> I ask the same question, but yeah, like it, when you come to a more Americanized society, it, there's more focus on sex to me. That's mm. how I grew. It was more focused on the physical, the sexual, whatever. Whereas, like I said, growing up, it was like, look, you go into the fet with what you got on. You know, people just mm. started dressing up for fets for real, for real. Yeah. You, know you know what I think is. You know what I think is weird? Like when you're younger and say you have on something sexy, hog to top, belly shirt, whatever. Oh, you're too grown. You should mm -hmm. in America, you shouldn't have that on. Then when you become old enough to wear it, it's like you're too old to be showing your body. Like my mom told me at 10, I couldn't wear a two-piece. And that messed me up. Not even gonna lie to you, because it caused me to have like body dysmorphia and a lot of things because she was afraid that because I was curvy already at 10 years old that people are going to look at you a certain way. That's and it caused right. me to always feel like somebody was looking at me. Mm -hmm. It caused the eating disorder, everything, because I was like, well, why are they looking? Oh, because you got too much breast. You got too much hips, you got too much butt. Now I have a, I have an 11 year old now, and now I'm like, what you got on? You know, what you wearing? What you going outside in? And mm -hmm. while I need to be aware of that, I know some of it in the back of my head is the trauma. Mm -hmm. And it's the, you know, she has on flared jeans. And I'm concerned, like, are they too tight? Like, she's 11. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the people of her age are wearing stuff like that. But at, at her age, I wasn't allowed to. Everything had to be covered. Yeah, I don't think 11 is appropriate to be looking sexy. But they no, be younger than that trying to look sexy, you know? So, no. Me, but, like, just me. normal clothing. Like, flare jeans that we were wearing, you know, that my mom was yeah. wearing and mm -hmm. made herself. Like, my mom used to make her own clothes. Stuff my mom would wear herself, I wasn't allowed to wear. My daughter is definitely not allowed to wear and my mom will say it straight up, like, no, it's not the same. Culturally, it is not the same. Melodic? Yep, but okay, so I feel like this. First of all, I feel like TV, TV, movies, Instagram, social media, et cetera, peers definitely push sex on, on these kids. That's yeah. first and foremost. I also feel like, I'm sorry, even in, in, in our urban communities with our, our people of color, it's pushed, off, it's pushed on us. It's pushed on us. When you grow up in the hood, you grow up a lot faster. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I just feel like I agree with what you're saying, Treasure. Yeah, there are things that I don't allow my daughter to wear. Mm -hmm. There are just certain rules. Like, yeah, no, you can't wear that. Sis, where you going? No, mm -hmm. no, ma'am. Mm -hmm. You know? And it, you have to work. You do, un unfortunately, because there are people out there who are hypersexual mm -hmm. and have issues like that, mm -hmm. you do have to worry about how your child is going to be perceived. Yeah. So, 
the old guys, drunk perverts, you know. You guys, we're gonna um we're gonna close the show. So does anybody have any final thoughts that they wanna you know put a bow on the show? Yeah, my phone was acting up the whole time. I did want to bring up something because this guy did say this to me that and I just wanted to ask the men on the show this question. Um he said to me that um no matter how good a woman sex is, no matter if she the best sex he ever had. He never said, oh, I don't want to sleep with another woman. That it's in your nature to desire another woman. No matter if she's good, she got money, she's sexy, she's gorgeous, and she blow his mind in the bedroom, he will always desire another woman. He said that goes for every man. Is that true? I don't agree. Quentin, he's sitting here puzzled. No, I, I was saying if Milton, Milton froze, I was going to let him speak. Um... I don't agree with that. I think that's very subjective. Yes, I, agree. I think exactly. I think that you know some, like some, what we're taught or what manhood is, and what you may grow to believe what manhood is is different. You may you may think manhood is how many women you could sleep with. That's what makes a man. Mm-hmm. But then you may be like, oh, that was you know that was false. A man is somebody. Manhood means somebody take care of his responsibilities. Be a monogamous relationship, he may totally be into what he's into. Um, growth. Mm-hmm. And then I've and then I've heard I've heard men that are my age and who I would consider on on a level or even above me that'd be like, "Yo, it's just something about one woman. I just can't be with one woman." Yeah, that's so that's, that's the kind of type of man I was speaking to that brought that to my attention, and I'm like, "You know, why you think in the Bible God allowed?" You know, many men to marry different women. I said because at that time, some women couldn't bear children. Some was better homemakers. They all had different roles. It wasn't about they just want sex. But he like no, no matter how he's, I never been with a woman and been like I don't never want to sleep with no one else. This is all I want, and that was kind of discouraging to feel like you know if men really feel like that. No, I think you know that just is me and Munchie's opinion. I guess yeah. No, I, yeah, hey Milton, did you did you hear what uh, Faith asked? I'm sorry. Ah, we can't hear you, can, Milton. Can you hear me? No, we can't. Can we can hear him. We can hear you. Oh, you can hear me. Okay, cool. So, what are we do? What are we doing? What was the question? We sum it up. Um, basically, it was a male that told me that um, no matter how beautiful a woman he was with or the best sex he ever had in the world he never was to the point like he said oh this is so good i don't want another woman a man will always desire another woman it's in your nature that's what he said to me and i was asking you guys you know is it is it true is it really like is it like that um i wouldn't say i would say that that's the difference between a man and a boy um i I think that overall and as overall, I heard overheard you guys saying, um, you know, polygamy. So polygamy, I'm not knocking any culture. This is me and Treasure was talking about different cultures, different times, different strokes, mm-hmm. different folks. But overall, if you're being dishonest in a relationship, you're a boy. All right? Because mm-hmm. there's times when I was single and dealing with one person, and I wanted to deal with more, and I was talking to a few people, and that didn't stop girls from talking to me. Because I was talking to multiple people, I was talking to somebody else. Usually when you meet somebody new, they usually talk about it anyway. You know what I mean? So overall, it's being the dishonest. If you're dishonest in a situation, I feel like you're corny. And you have a little bit of maturing. 
straight up with it. Some girls with it. I have a female friend that, you know, she was with a guy that, and it was two of them. They was all living together. And it was happy. And they was very happy. You know? Um, so it's just what works for you. But I just don't feel like high. So that guy right there, I just I, that guy right there, you know, um, that's probably what's going on with him. And if he does step out and he's messing with one girl and he messes with somebody else, just tell her. You know, because well, um, well, he was Muslim like and he, nowadays, females are a little bit more, he, 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 he a little was, bit more understanding now. Um, basically, he's Muslim, so he feels as though he is obligated to that, and that um, you know, it's against you going against God if you don't allow your your spouse, your husband, to have um, other wives. And I just like I ain't with all that. I just I just I'll just say this, Faith. Well, listen. me and him have a very interesting conversation to say what to say some of the statements <laughs> that he says. And to believe in the religion that he say he believes in, mm-hmm. we have that in similarity, and I think his understanding could be a little jacked up. Yeah, um, it, it, it's way more to that aspect if that's what you believe in, than to just think that. Excuse my expression, you just want more than one whole. Exactly. You know. So, with that, right. melodic, Q, would Q, you like to this really quick? Because I have some, per- sorry, I had some personal. Just, just one thing. So I was in a situation where um, a, I was actually offered a um, a polygamic situation. So she was telling me like, you know, I can have someone else, and she would be there, and I see them sometimes, and blah blah blah. And it was really based on something respectful. Because there's something somebody that I do respect that said it to me, and she's never gave me a reason to feel like she was, you know. But she's a little bit more nurtured. I wouldn't even say all this stuff because I'm wrong. You're freezing oh. up. Oh. That was that was interesting. Um, um help. You're no, freezing you're up, Milton. Freezing uh, up. Milton, sorry. <laughs> you're freezing up, Milton. Sorry. Melodic. Um, unfor- unfortunately, Milton couldn't get out what he needed to get out because he kept freezing. <laughs> Would you? Um, uh, w- but we'll definitely talk about that, though. Right. Um, That's a whole other Invite show. me back for that one. In the future. Melody, <laughs> would you like to close out the show and put I'll, a bow on it? Uh, I'll put a bow on it. Um, I just want to say, um, and in regards to the comment that you just made, um, Quentin and Faith, um, in all honesty, you talked about, um, you know, your religion and, you know, that you can have up to five wives, but you can have up to five wives as long as you can afford to take care of those five wives and there's no difference made between them. And I think a lot of people get it a little twisted. Yeah, a woman came up to me once and she was like, you know, my husband looking for a sister wife and I think you'll be perfect. And I'm like, (laughs) she was like, "He's, he's a good father. He's a good provider. She was like, and I think you will be perfect. And I was like, honey, you do not want me sleeping with your husband. Okay, because um, um I, 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 I can't. What's funny? I play snatchy. I'm gonna, I'm but, gonna, put, I'm gonna put a bow on the show. Wait, but listen, Quint. No, no, we don't oh need to God. hear. He's no trying more. to cut you off, babe. Dang, babe. No, cut I just short, say one thing. What she was saying, babe. Cut it short, babe. He's trying to cut you off, babe. But she said to me that you know she wants for me what she wants for herself. So she was willing to share her husband. That's deep to me. One of one of one of one of the things that um 
I want to say before I close the show is I really appreciate all the guests. Uh, speaking for Melodic and myself, because she is she's the chef. I'm just here. I'm just here. I buy the groceries, but she cooks all the groceries, right? So I really appreciate everybody um, being on the panel. Welcome you guys to come on whenever you want. And one of the roots to having this conversation with friends is to have these conversations and be able to talk and be able to talk about our insecurities and difficulties and situations so we all can learn because we truly do push the culture. So with that, you guys can stay on till after I close out. I got something funny to tell y'all, but uh, with that, appreciate everybody in the chat that joined us. You guys make the show. Uh, your interaction helps us have a good conversation and to have our last. With that, see you guys in two weeks um, for another conversation with friends. Take care and have a blessed night. Good night. Thank you, guys. Good night.